I'd usually go for a drink after work. On my night, so if I go to Dragonfly and you'd be there. Yeah. Um, but then I was I. I can't remember if I actually worked at Lady Lux. So John put me on the door there. You did a couple of shifts with me. Yeah, I think I think did a couple that, of shifts yeah. with me. And who was who used to do the door there? Shane Healy. Yeah. Shane Healy. And you yeah. were still you were still over at DC's. Yeah. So I come and visit you at DC's because yeah. I knew I could get in. Mm. <laughs> and then I'd just go, you know, I'd only stay there for a few drinks and then I'd be yeah, well whatever. A few ready drinks. to go. Home. <laughs> a few drinks would last till seven in the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um after so after Laylux, I'd had another little bit of time off because it's really fucking tiring. And then John wanted me to do the become the licensed CGM of Good Bar. Wow, yeah. that was a bit of fun. Good Bar was f- Different owners, different owners, different owners, different yeah. owners. And the one that I worked for was Todd. God rest his soul. Um, and when I took over the licensee ship, the local area commander, police officer who knew me from the cross, he said, Steve, what are you doing here? You've got to get out of here. This, this It's a bit hot here. And I was like, all right, no problem. One night I was sitting in my office. Just, I don't think I was eating my dinner, actually. And the, my bar manager walked in. He was white-faced. He goes, Steve, you've got to get out here. And I was like, all right. So I opened up the door of the office, which led straight into the bar, and there were six fully patched outlaw motorcycle gang members standing at the bar. The bar staff had left. There was nobody. The people had basically left the room, the patrons. And I walked up and I said, gentlemen, um, how can I help you? He said, we're here for a few drinks. I said, lovely, what would you like? And they said, double shivers on the rocks with Pepsi. And I was like, we don't stock Pepsi. He goes, Coke's fine. All right. So I poured them all a drink. And they just chugged it down. They, I said, would you like another one? I said, that'd be nice. Thank you very much. And I said, gentlemen, how long are you thinking and anticipating being here for? And he said, till we've finished our drinks. And I said, that's lovely. Okay, great. Would you like another? And they went, no, we're right. The, by this stage, the club had emptied out and they left. My heart was fucking pounding like this. I had no idea who they were. Fair idea who they were. I but, do. I do. Um, so <laughs> I you do. do. I fucking so, do. So <laughs> then they left. The security guards came back from God knows where. I think they were on Smoko or something. They just kind of vanished when it all happened. Next minute, that part of Oxford Street was all closed down by police cars. The local area commander turned up, who I knew very well, and he's, he's old school copper, and he goes, Steve, you are all right? And I go, yeah, of course I'm all right. He goes, they didn't show any guns? I said, no. They were in full colours? He goes, yes. And he was with this little young female police constable, and she goes... Where did they park their motorcycles? And I laughed and I said, excuse me, babe, they don't drive motorbikes anymore. She goes, you calling me babe? I said, yeah, babe. They drive Mercedes Benzes and Range Rovers. I think that was, <laughs> I think that was the one. Who was giving me the info? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> they drive Mercedes Benzes and Range Rovers. Nike bikies. <laughs> so why did they end up doing that? Why did they end up I going into... Just show their presence. I just, just to show their presence. Um, they know, who, they, they know whose venue it is and it's like, you know... No, no, I mean in the sense of instead of riding bikes, they were using cars. What do you think they did that? What's oh, your always, take on that? It's a new style. It's just a new style. They don't ride motorbikes. They don't ride motorbikes. You want to fucking ride a motorbike? It, it might, you might get club? wet. Yeah. You know, it might rain on you on the way when you bay out But they're bikies. Yes. Yeah. Aren't you supposed to be riding bikes? Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just saw, I just saw in the standard, that's all. Yeah. That's no. why they call them Nike bikies, because they don't ride no. motorbikes. Half of them anymore. can't ride motorbikes. Yeah. Half of them don't have licenses. Yeah. <laughs> Good bar on Oxford Street. That's where I was. Yeah, that, that was only short-lived, because I, I was basically advised by the police that it, wasn't a, it was too much of a hot spot and it was a good idea that I got out. So I got out. 
Um, and unfortunately, the guy who was the owner at the time was gunned down in some southwestern park. Tempe, Tempe, wasn't it? Tempe, and um, which was very sad. But that's you know, you, you play with fire, you get burnt. Unfortunately, and that his funeral was held at St Mary's Cathedral. And the outcome of that day, that funeral, was the infamous front cover of this, the, the Daily yeah. Telegraph with the entire inner circle. I didn't go. I was sick that day, so I couldn't make it. Otherwise, I would have been in that photograph. Well, I, I was there, but I was told by my ex to fucking make sure I didn't get in the media. Yeah. You weren't in it, I'm sure. Nah. Everybody I, else was. I was standing, I was standing at the, as you come out, you, you can yeah. see, um, uh, who was it? Standing by the door. Um... I remember, but I'm by him, and all I remember is fuck. I'm, I can't go outside because if the media's out, and I seen it when I was turning up to the church. Mate, she it just almost said, it almost in. looked like the whole. Everybody was told it like a wedding photograph. Yeah, it was just it was just ridiculous. So you would have been there so goodbye when that 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 the Como stormed. There. I was there that night, and it was just hilarious. They knew they knew exactly where they were going. Everybody yeah. kind of stood there and went, "Okay, let me take shoot off a couple of shots into the roof," and yeah. you know. They, again, they were just making a point. Yeah, because I remember where we got the call from the cross to go down straight away when that happened. Yeah. John, I think John Macris had it then. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Macris, rest his soul again. Another one that lost his life. He was a good man, John. I liked him. Got on with him really well. How did he pass away? Uh, he was killed in in, recently in, in Greece, in Athens. Yeah. Oh, he was gunned down, was he? Yep, yep. Next to his little smart car, I think. Yeah. His brother, Alex, is. I'm still very still good friends with Alex. He's a good guy. Does that make it... Uh, hard, sorry. Does that make it hard being friends with them? Still? No, no, no. I mean, we're just we're acquaintances. If we see each other, we, you know, it's a nice catch up. Uh, made it hard for me. Um, you know, it's not like I'm going for dinner, Sunday dinners at the yeah, house. Yeah, I know. But as I say, it was very like because they used to come around. You know, because they used to just hang around with the boys, and then yeah, it right. just went sour. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know when they were mentioned with Fadi and all like that. Just got too. Funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you say make made it hard, why, why, why would, why would it make it hard? Sorry. Well, because they, they. They were with us at the at the start when I was there. They were with the boys, mm-hmm. but then it broke away. I don't know. Something there was some arguments, some whatever happened that they all split. They went to a rival. This is John Macris and the rest of the- yeah. yeah. Okay. So they went to a rival against uh, who arrivals to us, and then it just started shit. And then with the then names got mentioned with people involved with the Farley shooting, and it just made matters worse. Mm. So yeah, it's it, it, it's, so it's obviously Chinese whispers. And, well, it's, not, and, and, it's not just Chinese whispers. It, it was there was a, there there was a there was a war on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a war. Yeah, because it was a they were with patched up. Well, not patched up. They were they were controlling a, a, a rival gang uh, to us. Yeah, and it was very hard. Mm. You know what I mean? Because even when I left, I remember when I left uh, working for John, um, and I. I I came across Alex and Alex couldn't believe that I'd left. He, he stopped me in North Sydney and he just said, Neil, I can't believe you've left. I heard rumours. I said, yeah, I've left. And he says, mate, worst decision you could have made. So that was straight to me. He, that's the worst decision John could let him have made. Mm. Letting you leave. Mm. Worst. Because mm. he, he said, I'm the most loyal person there. The rest are all fucked. Yeah. But that was, you know, that, I, he didn't have a biff. He said, he told me to my face, I don't have a biff with you, Neil. Mm. It's just who you work for. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't get into the politics of it. I just you yeah, know. I was I was always well out of the politics. I always said hi to them, have a drink with them, you know, have a chat, you know, all that sort of stuff. But because I was a, a I was a licensee, that meant that I was like just sort of clean skin that couldn't be touched, and 
I, you know, I just kind of moved my way, navigated my way through it all. But most of the guys were all very polite to me, very, you know, very genuine. Always had a good time. Mm. And what's your connection with um, uh, with Neil? Like exactly? Like I know you guys bumped in with each other and you were at the doors or something like that. But how was the connection here? How does how does this all fit in? Well, we've known each other for such a long time. Um, And because he's looked after venues that, you know, people in our circle have got been involved in, that's how we got to know. So, so, you know, I would get called to the venues that he was, and I'm I'm not a doorman, but I would do what a doorman can't do. So, for example? Well, if someone's in there rowdy and needs kicking out, you know, John would send me up there saying it was a bit rowdy last week, go up there. Just stand around, make Somebody sure it's being naughty. Right. Yeah, and I deal with it, and yeah. that's how I got to know, you know, uh, Steve. Yeah, same thing at Goodbye. You know what I mean? If anything happened like that shit that went down that day, yeah, we all went down. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that was that's what it came to in the end. I wasn't just a when I got to know Steve, I was just coming off the doors of DCs. Yeah, John was using me in the cross. Yeah. to go around all his venues. Yeah. Now, were you there the days of all those all those things that were happening at Goodbye and what yep. have you? Yep. Yep. Wow. I wasn't working there at the time, but I was actually there. I was there. And it was just, it, it was kind of like something out of a movie, to be honest. It was all a bit sort of everybody was, you know, yeah. chickens with their head chopped off. They knew which way to come in. They knew which, which, exactly which way to go out. And it's then almost, sometimes when I was out, he'd be out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be telling him to go home, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm ne- telling you to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was always, you know, that kind of a friendship, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's been, it's been solidified over the years as yeah. well. It's, it's 100% respect. Here's a question that's just popped into my head. So knowing that you guys worked in the same kind of industry, worked in the same on the same strips and stuff like that, like, did, you know, you said, oh, yeah, go home, but did you actually know where he lived? No. No. Isn't that and weird? he doesn't know where I know. And I he never either. knew where you lived either. That was, always, that was always something that we'd go back to, a DJ's house yeah. or... You never go back to anyone's house. No, it's... it's, it's hotel, hotel room? Hotel room? whatever the party was. Why? Why? Because it's... That's that's that's, that's, your, that's your home. That's your that's yours. You know what I mean? It's We shouldn't go there. There's a, there's a, there's a story there's a about, a, about a guy who did the wrong thing by one of one of the investors for one of the clubs and said that, and, and belted one of the cousins or something. Next minute, he's in his bathrobe answering his front door and he gets the shit beaten out of him. And it's like, he's at your front door. He's in his bathrobe. And that was, for me, that was one of those things. I'd, I'd drive around blocks if I thought, thought somebody was, was going to find out where I lived because that's yeah. my home. And it would be the same. I went I went different directions home every night. Yeah. I would never, I would never fucking, I was, I remember the, the New Year's Eve party I had at my fucking apartment, like uh, the one you came to in Neutral Bay. I, I was very selective in who came to my fucking house, bro. Mm. Very. It's not that I didn't trust them. It's just that people talk and that, you know, one, they get jealous. So it's not just where you live. They see what, what you've got. And then it's like, oh, look at this and yeah. this and that. And then the, then it's like knocking on your door. I don't, know, I don't want that. But yeah. Work stays with work. Yeah, 100%. Hear more from previous seasons of Secrets of the Underworld. And make sure you give us a follow and a review wherever you listen.